So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What is up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having a fantastic day. I know I sure am. Uh, I am actually just coming off of a five-day getaway with my family here in Jamaica. And, you know, one of the really cool things about living in a place like Jamaica right now is that to go to an all-inclusive resort, you don't have to get on a plane and travel a few hours and stamp passports and all that kind of stuff. You can just get in a car, pack your bags, drive for about two hours, and voila, there you are. So we were in a place called Negril, which is kind of like the beach capital here. And uh, man, I feel so refreshed, uh, so rejuvenated. And I, I learned something on that trip that... Um, I don't know if I'll ever forget. It has really stuck with me, and I'm going to do an episode on it a little bit later. Um, if you've been following us for any amount of time, you know that we schedule our content out fairly far in advance. It's just something you have to do when you do a daily podcast like ours. And so um, anyway, so I, I'm feeling inspired about that idea, but I don't get a chance to record it for a little bit still. Um, but I really hope you guys are having a great day. We've been getting some awesome feedback about the podcast lately and uh it's just amazing to see the spread you know when i first started doing this back in may uh which i i have to remind myself like the podcast has only been around for seven months uh when we first started we were we were probably you know lucky to get maybe maybe a couple hundred hits in a month and um and we're now up to a couple thousand hits per month and that's really cool and uh and we're just growing by by the day here so uh, thank you guys for the for spreading the word uh, leaving ratings, reviews, and um, you know, one thing that's been really effective, even to my own surprise, has just been sharing episodes with with each other. And I, I got on the call with um, uh, the president for, uh, of Freedom in Christ, which is this huge deliverance ministry based out of Tennessee. And uh, Neil Anderson, for those of you who maybe know his stuff a bit better, Bondage Breakers, he was a legend in uh, a couple circles back in the day in this whole kind of um, soul healing realm. And anyway. Uh, was talking with them and really good guys. And anyway, they had listened to the podcast and um, and I was talking to him and he said, yeah, you know, I actually, one of your episodes I just shared with a friend of mine up in upstate New York and da-da-da-da-da and they got talking and um, that's like probably one of three or four stories I've just heard in the last two weeks of people that have, you know, found an episode useful and shared it. So just wanted to say thanks because, uh, you know, this I do this for you guys and at the same time, I couldn't do this without you guys as a result because, um, you know, you spreading the word and letting people know that's what makes this possible. And it tells me that some of this content is hitting home. So I just want to say thanks. I appreciate it. I appreciate and I appreciate you guys. Uh, what we're talking about today is the key to fulfillment in life. Can you believe that? Can you believe that Sathya Sam of Unleash the Man Within is bold enough to do an episode tackling the key to fulfillment in life? I can hardly believe it myself, but I think I figured it out, guys. I cracked the code. I know, uh, you know, you thought it was chocolate. You thought maybe it was um, sex or, uh, you know, your favorite team winning the championship of their respective league. 
but I'm here to tell you it's none of those things. I've, I have thought all of those things at some point in my life. Maybe you have too. Uh, but there's actually, um, there's a deeper, more meaningful dynamic or concept that we're going to go through today that is actually the key to fulfillment in life. Now, this conversation could, of course, swing too far to the other side. And I've, I've seen my share of leaders and, and people in my life do this where you kind of over-spiritualize it. So it's like, okay, we know that obviously those external, more tangible things don't actually bring us true fulfillment in life, like your sports team winning, um, material possessions, chocolate, sex, all that kind of stuff. It's all great. It all has its place for the most part. But we know that like, okay, there's actually this eternal life. And of course, Jesus is really like, that's where we're truly satisfied. That's true fulfillment. And, you know, if we continue to surrender our lives to him and trust him and follow the teachings of the Bible and the teachings he provided in the Bible, then we'll live a fulfilled life. And so that, again, like there's, there's kind of, there's merit to both sides of it. Obviously, there's quite a bit more merit to the spiritual aspect. That is certainly um, what's going to bring you fulfillment. I'm not denying that. But I've identified a bit of a framework here that I think is, is not particularly spiritual and it's not particularly materialistic either it's just a principle that you can live by and it's very much biblical and the the reality is if you live by this principle it will probably eventually bring to you material uh, possessions and wealth and that kind of thing as well and I wanted to talk about it because fulfillment is such a big deal and if you and I were truly fulfilled in our lives we likely would not seek out things like pornography or alcohol or video games or binging Netflix you know when when we're fulfilled we don't wander our hearts long for nothing it's that incredible verse in Psalm 23 verse 1 the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want I shall not want like imagine having no want in your life and of course the key there in that scripture is is the lordship of Jesus like when when Jesus is truly the shepherd of your life you you follow him you know his voice you you're leaning into him regularly and trusting him you have no want so anyways all that is to say like fulfillment is something we want but those are not actually the keys that I want to talk about today I want to talk about a different principle and um something that I think is really going to serve you in your pursuit of sexual integrity, in your meaningful relationships, in your spiritual life, and in your overall quality of life. A lot of people are chasing the wrong things today and getting temporary happiness only to feel emptier later, which causes them to chase more. And that is true in the pursuit of you know possessions and money and fame and fortune and followings. But it's also true in even the, even the pursuit of, of healing sexually. Like when you are struggling with pornography, there's parts of you that are unfulfilled and you're using porn or some sort of sexual misbehavior to give temporary relief to that feeling, to give you a temporary sense of being fulfilled, of being satisfied. So I wanted to set the stage a little bit so that we kind of know where we're coming from. Now, here's the actual key. Okay, this is the actual key to fulfillment in life. I'll just come out with it. Fulfillment is a function of expectation and realization. Fulfillment is a function of expectation and realization. 
So if you are feeling unfulfilled in areas of your life, there is likely a disconnect between expectation and reality. Most of the listeners of this podcast are in North America. I know uh, some of you guys are situated elsewhere. In North America, we are afforded luxuries and wealth that other places could really only dream of. And it's not uncommon to hear about people that have gained quite a bit of wealth, don't really feel happy in their, their own lives, you know, realize that wealth did not fix all their problems and it didn't bring them that meaning and that fulfillment that they were longing for. And so they venture out to other places to figure out like what is the meaning of life and, and they usually wind up in you know, less developed countries, whether it's Africa or um, South American countries or Asia or you know, wherever it might be. And they get exposed to people who grew, grow up with very, very little, but they're happy and, and they're playing in the streets and they're joyful and they look out for one another. And there's this incredible fulfillment that exists within these less developed, less wealthy nations that people in some of the wealthiest places in the world could only dream of. And it tells us that actually something is happening in their lives. There's something, it's not that they're happy with little. I, I, I've heard that expression a lot, and I don't know if I would quite express it that way. It, it's that their reality is matched by their expectations. See, as soon as you start to tell yourself, oh, if, if only I had this, then I would be fulfilled. What you've done is you have, you have basically said, I will not make it possible to be fully fulfilled in this present moment. Like as long as your fulfillment is hinging on something external beyond your control, you have outsourced your happiness. True fulfillment is a function of expectation and realization or expectation and reality. I went through a particularly challenging season, probably um, this, it started about four or five years ago when my wife and I were, were starting to get serious. Uh, we were just dating at the time and um, I, was, I was sort of at a career crisis and I had given my life to local church leadership for a really long time and prior to that worked hard to get into med school and you know wound up giving that up so I could get into ministry and whole nother story but I remember in that season just realizing I was so unsatisfied working in a local church. And I mean, I will just say, like, I have the utmost respect for anybody who does. And I know a bunch of you listening are pastors or former pastors or aspiring pastors. And I love the local church. And I, I mean, I, I don't have this thing of like, nobody should work for the local church. It's awful. And there's so much more to life. And like, I, I, I'm not coming from that angle at all. But I just realized that for me and my calling and the things that really, you know, get me tick, it, it was not happening in a local church environment. And I just felt really unfulfilled. And when I reflect back on it now, what I realized is that I thought if I worked for local churches, I would eventually get to do the things I had dreamed about doing writing books and 
um, you know, being on media and having a platform where I could, uh, you know, propagate a message of hope and, and encouragement and truth and, you know, all these different things that I, I just dreamed of. I had this, this expectation and, and this vision of what my life was going to be like or, or certainly what it could look like, yet there was a, the disconnect with my reality. And I was realizing, you know, I was part of a, a large church when, the, when I encountered this season. In small churches, I got lots of opportunity and it gave me hope that, um, you know, I would, I would sort of eventually make it in that direction. And certainly if I were, were to take over a church or start a small church myself, that would have been a no-brainer. But when I got into this bigger church and there were other great leaders and, you know, I was getting some opportunities, but certainly not the same amount. And uh, a lot of those people had been there longer than me and a lot of them were, you know, more gifted than me and had more to offer. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is like, I've, I've signed up for something and I've created a reality that is so vastly different from my expectations. And I felt horribly unfulfilled. And it took me a long time to process it to realize what was going on, to you know, see God in that season. It, it took me time to get there. I was really upset, actually, and, and pretty embittered for a while about, about being in that position and, and, and kind of just feeling sorry for myself you know, and hopeless. And if you would have told me that you know, a few years from now, I'd be doing even what I'm doing right now, you know, deep clean and unleash the man within and all the stuff we have going on, I, I could have never imagined it. It just felt so faint for me. But all of it boiled down to that disconnect between expectation and reality. And what I had to do was I had to alter my expectations. There, there was this element of, of kind of growing up and realizing, okay, not everything's handed to you on a silver platter. And, um, you know, there's actually a lot of hard in-between steps that I hoped I would just get to avoid. You know, I had heard stories about them, but I didn't think I'd have to go through them myself to get to the places that God had called me to be. And, that, that was a growing up season for me, but what it does is it, it forces us to alter our expectations. And I'm not, I'm not suggesting that we, we become like these hopeless, low-aiming individuals who just play it small, you know, so that our reality always matches our expectations. That's not what I'm talking about at all. What I'm talking about is sort of that middle ground of just being kind to yourself having compassion and saying, you know what? I, I know there's more like I, uh, for this podcast, I know we're going to grow. Like we're getting thousands of hits a month right now. I can't wait till we're getting tens of thousands of hit of hits per month, maybe hundreds of thousands, you know, maybe, maybe eventually we're getting millions of hits per month. I don't see why that could not be possible. But if, if I was expecting that to happen in the first seven months of this podcast existing, you guys realize that that expectation would be severely disconnected with my reality. And I would probably feel like I have to do more with my podcast and turn out better content and research more and read more books. And you know, like it'd be so easy to go down that path, but I actually am so fulfilled. Like I love doing this podcast and I, I just set the bar low because I didn't know what to expect. And now that I'm sort of, you know, gaining some traction here, I'm increasing my expectations, but but I realized that for me to hit some of those loftier goals is going to take time and that's okay. So I'm working hard. I'm, I'm putting my best foot forward. Now, we're not making any sacrifices on the quality here, but we're, we're going one step at a time and, and making sure that our reality and our expectations are, are working together in tandem and maybe more importantly, in equal measure. 
And it's a really long-winded way of me just saying today to you, my friend, where are the areas that you feel unfulfilled? And what expectations do you need to adjust? Because I guarantee you they're there. And if you can find it, if you can find the, the, the areas where you're like, you know, I, I just, I thought that marriage would be like this. And I thought that my, my spouse was going to look after these things for me or, or, or not talk to me that way or, you know, whatever it might be. Where, where do you need to make some adjustments to your expectations so that you can actually accept and capitalize on your reality? The bane of unfulfillment is that it takes us away from the present moment. It causes us to either be depressed where we look at the where we look behind us and we think of what could have been or, or, or we mourn the decisions we made and, and kind of you know lament over them. Or it makes us anxious and we look to the future and we have no hope and we're fearful and, and there's no excitement or ambition. That's, that's the ugly side of unfulfillment. It, it keeps you away from the present. And so if, you're, if you want to be present in your relationships, if you want to start making better decisions with your sexual health and your spiritual integrity, th- this, is, this is where it starts. It starts with just finding that place of fulfillment in life right now. And I, I know that things probably aren't going perfectly for you in every area. That's okay. That, that happens. And all we're called to do is to either change our expectations or change our reality. It has to be one of the two. And, and you'll have to figure out what it is, what it is that you need to take control of. To kind of uh, bring this full circle to something I had said earlier, the, the mistake here would be to reduce our expectations so low just so that we play it safe and ensure that we never fall short. But remember that expectation is not the only thing you can control. It might be the thing that's easier to control and probably the first thing you should be tackling, but your reality can be controlled as well. And maybe not not the events and the circumstances and the decisions of the people around you. Those things can be influenced. They can't be controlled. But maybe, maybe you can change your perception of reality. Maybe that's what's required. Maybe your expectations were fine, but your perceptions were just way off of what, what, what's really going on. And as you alter your, your perceptions, your reality starts to align with your expectations and you start to feel fulfilled. So this is a broad reaching conversation. There's, there's not, it's not a formula that you just kind of plug and play. This is meant to apply to all arenas of your life and it's meant to give you the fulfillment that you so deserve. And a fulfilled person, when, when we are fulfilled, Man, there's nothing like it. I mean, we are at our absolute best. We show up in our relationships. We perform well at work and in our careers. And and we have hope and excitement for the future. We're grateful for our past. And we are just teeming with compassion towards ourselves and the people around us. And our relationship with Jesus is thriving and it's healthy. Fulfillment, I'm telling you, it's a big deal. And obviously there's a, there's a two-way street there in your relationship with Jesus. You, As you find fulfillment, you will relate with him. You'll, you'll feel that spiritual connection. But of course, as you um, grow in deeper connection with him, you're going to experience more fulfillment as well. Because like, like we said it at the top, the Lord is our shepherd. We shall not want. When he leads us, we truly are fulfilled and we, we really lack nothing. 
So that's everything for today. I hope this gives you a framework to just evaluate, you know, some of the areas of your life where, where maybe you're not feeling fulfilled and you want to see that changed. And I want to encourage you to really identify the things that you can control and start taking some action on them. You know, be proactive and, and figure out what it is that you can do to, uh, to balance the scales of expectation and reality so that you can experience fulfillment in your life. Guys, thanks so much for listening. I wish you an incredible day and I'll talk to you very, very soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Sophia again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a rating or review on your podcast platform. Now, I want to take this final moment to invite you to something that I'm really excited about, our deep clean VIP community. Here's the deal. We saw that in this space of manhood, sexuality, and faith, there are a lot of unasked questions. They range from relationships to sex to male anatomy, calling, career, and everything in between. We create a deep clean VIP for men like you who want regular coaching from me, VIP access to our podcast guests where you get to interact with some of the world's leading experts in men's health, a monthly seminar, and a community of men from around the world pursuing success in life and integrity in sexuality. Deep Clean VIP provides answers to your deepest questions, hope for a full recovery, and the necessary tools to make that full recovery a reality. If you're ready to take things to the next level, I want you to stop what you're doing right now and sign up for Deep Clean VIP at www.sathiasam.com slash deepcleanvip. The link is in the show notes, but let me give it one more time. That's www.sathiasam.com slash deepcleanvip. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.